The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good morning, and thank you for joining host Cheryl Esposito for an intriguing hour of Leading Conversations. Each week, Cheryl brings together big thinkers to the Voice America Business Channel. Now here's your host, Cheryl Esposito. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Esposito. Today we have a very special guest, a friend of mine, who is returning to Leading Conversations. We've had the privilege of having Beth Meisner here in the past, and today she's going to share what she's up to these days. Beth is a wonderful humanitarian. She runs two nonprofit foundations, the BNI Foundation, also known as the Business Networking International Foundation, and the Meisner Family Foundation, both are doing fabulous work in the world. She is a Christian author, the author of Jesus and the Secret, which has been doing amazing out in the world and really helping people look at Jesus in a different way. And she's an ordained minister and meditation and prayer leader. She is, I could go on and on, she's a black belt in karate, she practices Tai Chi, she's fluent in Spanish and German, and on and on and on. (laughs) Beth, I don't know how you have time to be Oh, you're making me tired of just going through it all. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's really nice of you to have me on again, Cheryl. I always love talking to you, whether it's on the air or off. Agreed, agreed, absolutely. So tell me where you are today. Today I'm in sunny Southern California. Uh, the company my husband started over 30 years ago, BNI, is having their global convention here in Garden Grove over the next week. And we're here, we're going to have about 1,300 people with us throughout the course of the weekend coming up, and it's a very, very high energy time. Oh, fantastic. I know you get a lot of your energy from inspiring others, and I also know that when the people who are connected to BNI come together, there is a very, very special, um, I don't know, should we call it a special energy, a special, um, you create something different than what you would find in what I would call most conferences, right? So for some people who don't know what BNI is, give us a brief um, headline on, on what BNI is and, and what it does. Okay, uh, I would love to. Uh, BNI is a business networking organization. We allow one person per profession to join our local locally led and locally owned and operated chapters. We are a franchise organization. We have chapters that meet weekly all over the world, 69 countries. And the chapters meet with the sole purpose for members getting to know one another really well and referring each other for new business. We're not a a knowledge Mm -hmm. network or a service club. We are truly business to business, helping each other grow our businesses and our companies. The thing that makes our company so unique, and I think electric, that's a great adjective for for our groups and our people, just electric, is the philosophy that undergirds everything we do, and that philosophy is giver's gain. The members are there to give each other business. They don't, don't join typically to see what they're going to get out of it. That's not how we work. I love it. That, I love that phrase, giver's gain. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard you and your husband, Ivan, speak that phrase many, many times, and you certainly live that. Um, you know, people who give to the world actually gain more back. And so um, tell me about the, that experience for you. 
You know, people who give the well, world it's, it's, give more back. Yeah, it's it's almost like magic. Um, what I try to do is just outgive. You know, whatever whatever comes <laughs> in, I want to outgive. I want to give it out. I want to give more than I'm receiving, and it never happens. It, I can't give more than I receive because I just keep <laughs> being blessed with more and more. So it's it's it becomes kind of a fun game in a sense, you know. If you if you have, you know, the the parable. If you have a coat, mm. you have two coats. Give someone one. Oh, you have a coat, and someone doesn't have a coat. Give them your coat. You know, somewhere down the road, yeah. another coat is going to come to you. Type of thing. That's kind of what I try to do. I love that. So when people hear this initially, when you when you talk about this philosophy. Do people immediately kind of jump on this and say, yeah, that'd be great? Or do people look at you like, "Uh, sure, Beth? Mm. (laughs) Yes, some do, some don't. Um, For some people, it resonates immediately, and they will say things like, I've been looking for this my whole life. Or they will Mm. say, I know why so-and-so just happened to invite me to come here today. This is for me. And then others are more skeptical. There are some it takes a while to win over to this philosophy, and there are others that they know right from the beginning that this isn't going to be a good fit. And guess what? Everybody else in the chapter knows it, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and so other than the BNI folks, um, you do some work through the um, Meissner Family Foundation how is that different from the BNI Foundation? So the BNI Foundation is a, a corporate nonprofit. We have a board of directors. I'm the president. We're in a hiring mode to hire an associate director right now, um, and we very much are focused on children and education. We are the not-for-profit arm of the corporate for-profit of BNI. Mm. The Meisner Family Foundation is a donor-advised fund that's part of the California Community Foundation, and it's something that myself and Ivan and our children, our three children, uh, manage. And so our focus is primarily on nutritional medical research due to Mm -hmm. Ivan's experiences with prostate cancer and going into remission primarily by using diet and nutrition. And we also let the kids, our kids are 30, 25, and 23, we let them each come with a charity that they would like us to support each year, present why they should be uh, allowed to award a grant to that charity, and then follow where the grant monies go and what the impact is from that. And so we're fostering Mm -hmm. philanthropy with our kids using the Meisner Family Foundation. I love that, that the kids are um, so involved in this, and, you know, you have, that's a value that you have raised them with. And um, how, how have they influenced their community of friends with this? Um, well, I can give you a really quick story about my son, Trey, when he was about 18 years old. He, he's kind of shy. Well, let's say, let's be honest, he's very shy. And he had a really great group of online friends. He didn't really have a lot of social interaction. He's kind of a computer kid, the typical one that's going to be stuck with the nose right. in the computer as much as he can. And uh, he he got really close with these friends online. And one of the friends had an unfortunate experience within his own family, and his father ended up needing a legal defense fund. And his friend started a crowdfunding site for the Legal Defense Fund to help get the word out to help his father. And Trey didn't even, he he just made me so proud because he didn't come to the foundation and say, can I donate part of my nonprofit dollars to this, this legal fund? He used his own money and anonymously donated $1,000 to this friend's wow. father's campaign. And it just touched me that, that you know, we're, we're doing the right thing and it's taking with him. Wow, oh, that's lovely. That's, I, <laughs> I know that your um, children have so much love and respect for you and Ivan, and they, they are very fortunate to have grown up being able to see the world through your eyes. You know, I, I think that if more parents were able to share the values that you and Ivan have, um, 
kids may feel a bit more grounded in this world. They may feel a bit more purposeful. Um, have you ever thought about doing something, teaching parents how to really be deep and purposeful in their parenting? Do you know, I, we have a mutual friend, Shelly Lefko, and that's really yeah. part of her platform. And um, she's had a big influence on me as well. And I, I love her parenting material. I wouldn't want to reinvent yeah. that wheel, but I would like to contribute to that conversation. So one of the things that through the Meisner Family Foundation we want to do is help Shelly get her content translated into Spanish. And when we have the content translated into Spanish, we can make it available through the BNI Foundation's Business Voices Movement to the Hispanic community and the Spanish-speaking community in the areas where we're serving schools and create a conduit of a sort for these families and parents to learn more about how to be effective in their parenting. I went to a group in Austin. It's called Avance, and I went. I speak Spanish. I went and met with the women, and I asked them. Um, they were there trying to learn English while their little kids, three- and four-year-olds, were next door being taught basics in English to get them ready to go to kindergarten. That's what I was really interested in. What was the result of this program? In the meantime, I'm over speaking with the women, and I asked them, what has Avance brought to you? Give me one thing that you can identify that this work has, has done for you. And one woman stood up, and she said, I'll, I'll share. She said, Avance has taught me when my child is upset, angry, crying, pitching a fit, not to just hit him, but to find out what's wrong. And to see, does he need to eat? Does he need to have a bath? Does he need to do more physical activity? They've taught me not to just hit him. And that just touched my heart. And and I'd like to provide for this uh, group of, of women and parents and moms the information that I know would help them so much. That is, you know, transformative work. Isn't and that astounding? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I, I Shelley is Shelley Lefko is um, an amazing woman who um, she and her late husband Morty Lefko began this whole process of really looking at how you manage your own belief system and how that informs your actions day to day. And, you know, some cultures are, they are the kind of parents that are so concerned about children not acting out and they're so concerned about children being good citizens that the um, harsh discipline sometimes is, you know, kind of what is, passed down from generation to generation. And so to hear someone who has lived in that say, you know, I don't have to do that. I don't have Mm -hmm. to use the same family recipes that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I was trained with um, is is really so amazing. This is what transforms our world, yeah? Mm -hmm. This is what we can contribute to uplift everyone's life, which is so clearly the work you're doing. So I, I have to ask you, Beth, you know, we, today, we are recording this today, um, on the day of the United States presidential election 2016, and most everybody in the world knows what has been going on in the U.S. throughout this um, election cycle, and it has not been pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, there has been so much strife and so much um, belligerence and anger and defensiveness and um, very little listening to each other. Uh, and... You know, I, 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 looking at this, thinking to myself, how in the world did we get here? You know, how is it that our um, culture is allowing this huge breakdown to occur? And, and actually, nobody likes it, which is interesting. Nobody likes it, <clears throat> but there 
participating in it. So as you look at this, do you have a perspective on how we even got here? You know, I do, and my how has more to do with why. Is that okay? <laughs> can I, can I, yeah, absolutely. Can I, because there is a, a historical universal pattern that is being repeated over and over and over, and it's repeated on a micro level and a macro level. And it is a, it is a, a cycle of integration, disintegration, and reintegration. And most of the major religions have this myth as at their core, this story, this cycle. Um, personal relationships go through this cycle. Societies individually, the United States, Great Britain, these other, other countries will go through this cycle. And we as a global society go through this cycle. Um, we, and we learn something from it every time it happens on a micro level or a macro level, whether it's spiritual, emotional, physical, we always learn something from it. So I think that that, that has a lot to do with it as I kind of sit here and, and sit back and, and kind of go, oh my goodness, it's happening again. Integration, yeah. disintegration, and reintegration. I'm fascinated by that cycle. I agree with you. So what do you think some of the learnings may be out of this one? Well, and and again, I see this teaching being very common to a lot of these processes is to extend grace, to be kind, Mm. to love through the volatility. With our amazing business voices movement. We have one person that hopefully we'll get to talk to in a little bit, but he has a mission to create in every elementary school in our country, something called a kindness club to really Mm. start bringing that sense of how can we be kind to even to a bully? Because sometimes if you are kind to a bully in a concerted way, and many people can be kind to that person, uh, it can transform even that. How powerful would that be? That is extremely powerful, and another mutual friend of ours, um, Barnett Bain, has a Mm -hmm. beautiful movie that is out currently, and it is all about the bullying cycle Mm -hmm. and how one young man understands and learns how to not be afraid but actually move toward this bully realizing that what he needs is love. And the name of the movie is Milton's Secret, and it's just beautiful. So I know that Beth would recommend it also. We've both seen it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful expression of that. And so extending grace, loving through the volatility, um, you know, I, throughout this whole cycle, I have had my own experience of saying, okay, 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 just love everybody, have compassion for everybody, um, okay, 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 don't be upset, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of talking to myself, right, mm-hmm. and, and, and really trying to practice what I preach, which is um, to truly look through the eyes of compassion and see people's, um, see what's underneath, you know, any of the volatility or any of the, um, oh, just, just even the lack of understanding some of the real issues and realizing that, you know, underneath that, there's likely a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. And there's anger, which is the you know really seated in fear, and so you know if we can see that, and and actually I've had some of my own fear because it's I'm thinking, oh my God, you know how can we be in this and what's going to happen, mm-hmm. no matter who is elected, and so. You know, we're all running around carrying this fear baggage with us, and, you know, that really has people projecting um, 
almost like a, um, oh, what's the word, desperation, right? Mm-hmm. A real mm-hmm. desperation to save what we know rather than, you know, create something new together. And, you know, how do you teach people about that, you know, creating something new together? At times like this, my focus goes to the opposite side of the coin. If I feel irritated and angry or frustrated, I say to myself, and I try to teach this to my family, my kids, and people in my inner circle, how can I expand the love right now? Because there's so much hatred and just viciousness out there in the world. I don't want it in here in my home, and I don't want it in my heart. So what can I do to expand love, to expand peace, to expand harmony, to expand giver's gain and and one person helping another? And and in a lot of ways, this is why my message has, has gone the direction it's gone, because I want to combat what leads to the actions of ISIS and what leads to the absolute vitriol that we're seeing on CNN from both sides. I have to agree with you. What can I do to expand love and peace and compassion and grace to kind of compensate for that? And so it's not only how I view people, it's how I... Um, I kind of kind of live in that energy of grace, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So this is this is not just a head game. This is really about a being, a state of being. It's part of that reintegration. You know, correcting mm. the imbalance. I can begin correcting the imbalance by not letting that hatred dwell in me. And then who well, we have more to talk about about <laughs> this. I, I have a couple of questions for you um, when we come back, and then um, I'm I want us to bring Glenn Coleman in um, to share some of the stories that you're talking about um, in terms of the impact that he and Business Voices have had on just things like this. So we're going to be right back after this message. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Leadership is not static. It evolves as you do. At Alexa Consulting, we work with CEOs, senior leaders, and leaders in transition who want to make a difference. Leaders who believe that good business is good for people, good for the world, and knows that conscious actions can have global impact. Are you ready to take your leadership to the next level? If you are, then visit our website at www.alexaconsulting.com. That's www.alexaconsulting.com. Alexa Consulting, developing leaders worldwide. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The leaders of today have certain characteristics that set them apart as success stories. These leaders have discovered how to lead in ways that transform their organizations. Now you can discover the same concepts, insights, and practices that have led them to success. Inside Transformational Leadership is produced by Georgetown University's Institute for Transformational Leadership. We'll explore how to lead change and transform your own leadership every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. 
These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you realize that the root of your challenges lie within you? It's time to find out more about coaching and how it can help both you and your business. Coaching for Real with Ronald Graves will help you gain a deeper level of self-awareness to find the answers inside yourself. Our guests are business professionals just like you who agree to a coaching session on our radio program. Tune into Coaching for Real live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. We appreciate you joining our leading conversations today. If you would like to participate in today's conversation, please call us now at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Now back to your host, Cheryl. Welcome back to Leading Conversations. This is Cheryl Estevito with my very special guest today, Beth Meisner. So, Beth, we were just speaking about how to exude the state of grace and expand that, expand that love, especially in situations that are very tough to deal with. You know, other than this election where we're all having that challenge, um, where in your life have you had this experience where you you really had to uh, challenge yourself to move into this state? and move through a really tough time. So it's definitely that integration, disintegration, reintegration cycle, because I had a long time spent in the disintegration um, category. Mm. Um, Part of why, actually one of the main reasons I started uh, learning martial arts was to control rage. I had a really tough time in my young teenage years and even into my 20s not allowing myself to get so mad that I would have road rage or I would throw something or, you know, melt down and just absolutely become totally enraged. You've all seen it. And I lived it. My family lived it. And, and my, my little sister, God bless her, she's nine years younger than me. She shared with me probably 10 years ago, I was scared of you. I was really scared yeah. of you. And I told her I was scared of me too, you know. So there was a long road ahead for me to learn um, how to reintegrate with the peaceful side and the quiet side and the calm side. And uh, I used medication. And I tried changing my diet, and I realized that there was a trigger for me, and it was red dye 40. And I think red dye 40 is common for a lot of children, especially today, that they have mm-hmm. a reaction that becomes quite volatile and violent with red dye 40. And it was that for me, certainly. Um, and, and I have really, I mean, it's been, I can't even remember the last time I got so mad that I cried, you know? <laughs> That I cry, but I'm not throwing things. I'm not yelling and stomping around and jumping in my car and slamming the door and gunning it. You know, that doesn't happen anymore, but it took a while Mm. to, to get here. Yeah. Well, you know, I, frankly, it's hard for me to imagine Beth Miser (laughs) actually having that kind of reaction um, because, and it's not that I see you as somebody who denies your feelings because, you know, you're very forthcoming and you're very real. And so um, I, the way I see you be that way these days is very much, um, you know, pragmatic and not denying feelings, being honest, and with the intention that this is something to work through. It's not something to explode into. And so, you know, you've had to work pretty hard on that. I really, I really salute you, my dear. You know, and I think that this is, you know, a lot of what you're helping do with the 
Business Voices Initiative of the BNI Foundation. You know, you have talked about the, um, the wanting to really impact uh, the culture, wanting to impact the communities in ways that transform people's lives. And uh, you you look toward the business community, and something was inspired in you. So, how did this this come about? So I'll go right to the core of it because Ivan and I were ourselves inspired by a conversation we were so fortunate to have with Sir Richard Branson. And he was Mm. sharing with us his concepts about the B team and how business can be noble and the the, um, uh, having the focus on people, the planet, and profit, that it wasn't enough to be in business just to make a fortune, but you needed to give back to the world in some way. And we'd been doing the work of the BNI Foundation at that time for a long time, probably 15, 14, 15 years. And I began to see a little glimmer of how the BNI Foundation could have a much bigger impact on the world. Mm. And we've moved from being just a corporate funder to educators to help them have what they need in their classrooms through mini-grants. We were doing small $1,000 mini-grants at the time to schools to creating a movement where we're now connecting. We started with our BNI members, but now we're connecting members of the business community through Mm. Business Voices with schools and other educational organizations where we come into the school as business owners and we meet with the school principals, teachers, and we ask them, how can we help you? What are your biggest needs? And the things we hear run the gamut from we have kids coming to school with no shoes to We have an issue between teachers and faculty. We need help with communication skills between ourselves. Or we need a library. Our school has moved from one site to another, and we have a space for a library, but we need shelves and books and carpets and furniture. And we're coming in and providing that help for them or finding someone who can provide that for them. So the most phenomenal and amazing stories are coming out of this movement, not only in the U.S., but all over the world, because remember I told you BNI is in 69 countries. We have yes. Business Voices projects in India, Turkey, Israel, uh, Italy, Spain, France, Canada. I just learned yesterday that our BNI Foundation Canada has just finished an Adopt a Teacher program, and they donated $75,000 to schools. It's just phenomenal what's happening. So I had asked if our friend Glenn could share from his heart because his philosophy is let's change the world, and he's one of the ones that said, look, Business Voices is why I came to B&I. This is just really striking a chord with him. He has some amazing stories that I know you're going to love to hear. Well, that's really great, and we are fortunate enough Glenn was able to join us today. Glenn Coleman is the... Business Voices Team USA coach. Hi, Glenn. Welcome to Leading Conversations. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm glad to be here. It's wonderful to have you here. Now, where are you today? I am in Greensboro, North Carolina. Aha. Uh-huh. Is that where I'm you're in Greensboro live? today? I'm, I actually live in Pilot Mountain. If you're familiar with Mayberry, I live eight miles from Mayberry. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, you know, it, it, um, it's interesting to me that BNI has uh, expanded so far in the world and, and covers so much of the U.S., and um, Beth just said that part of the reason you were attracted to BNI uh, was not only the good work that it does for business, but the good work that business can do for the communities and around the world, um, what is it that why is that why is that important to you? Well, I actually became a BNI member, and when and I didn't care if I got any referrals because I read the book Givers Gain before I ever saw a BNI meeting and realized this is how we are supposed to do business. This is how we were intended to do business. Um, I believe that we were born to care for and help each other. We are taught to compete. And 
competition is unhealthy. Mm. Caring for each other is healthy. It's better for our health. Mm. So, in full disclosure, I'm one of probably two people in the world who didn't have a choice being involved with Business Voices because Beth asked me, how do you want to be involved? (laughs) 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 And, And... and and I'm glad that she felt confident enough to do that because I've discovered that nearly every business person wants to be involved in their local schools. They're waiting for permission and a little direction. And so I just tell them, permission's granted. Tell them Glenn said. It's, it's not worth much, but that's all it's needed. <laughs> and I love it. And so... I drafted my business coach. He's the only other person that I know of who didn't have a choice. <laughs> and I'm glad that I did because, because of his connections. Business Voices is about making connections, really. I don't have all the answers to anything. But I know someone who knows someone who does. And that's what's really important. To use our connections to help kids get the education they need. Hmm. Well, so how long have you been involved with Business Voices? Since January 2015. Okay, so you have, I imagine, you've seen some pretty remarkable things go on. Uh, Share a couple stories with us that really have touched your heart. The first one Beth already mentioned was shoes. Now, one thing this has been for me is eye-opening, because I was raised poor, but we always had food and clothes. Mm. But to learn that kids in a school in 2015 needed shoes was eye-opening. And so my BNI chapter in two weeks provided them with all the shoes they needed. In another school that's been adopted in Greensboro, B&I Gate City Chapter adopted Peck Elementary, and they are kind of our gold standard for what's being done. Kids there needed clothes. And so one clothing manufacturer that wishes to remain anonymous donated 350 tops and jeans. Haynes Brands, not to be outdone, donated 750 socks and underwear. So the competition gets going of who can do more. And, And that's awesome. Uh, so now they have a room that's dedicated to clothes for kids and school supplies. Mm. Uh, I was shocked to learn that there's a tax credit for teachers to buy school supplies. Not shocked that they get that credit, but shocked that that's even needed in this country. It's crazy. Right, right. So the members got... uh, School supplies donated to provide a box of school supplies. Actually, they've done it twice now. Box of school supplies for every class. Mm. Uh, They got a major corporation to donate $5,000 last year, and they're donating $5,000 again this year. And they don't mind being named. It's Volvo Crops of North America. Mm. Uh, they, They have decided to adopt the school to provide them grant money every single year to be spent as the school needs it. You know, it's really fantastic that you have not only engaged people in something that is so meaningful, but you've actually um, figured out a reason why competition can actually be positive. <laughs> yeah, got exactly. The, right? Yeah. yeah. And, um, oh, you know, sometimes being a little competitive, if you're directed in the right way, yeah, it can be a good thing. Um, yes. That's fantastic. So, you know, I imagine that as you're doing this, it really makes you feel good, and um, it makes you feel definitely sad that, you know, as you said, you can't believe that kids didn't have shoes, and and I'm with you on that. And, you know, when you go home at night after one of these experiences, you know, kind of what what kind of emotional state are you in? Euphoria. I pretty I pretty much live there because <laughs> I 
Because my my mind is continuously working at what can I do, not not what can mm-hmm. I think about, or but what can I do? Because we can all do. And mm-hmm. Beth says, I, it, I believe the quotes from Beth that you can't, you may not be able to uh, change the world, but you, no, you can't. So you can't make a world You can't make a world of difference, but you can make a difference in the world. Mm-hmm. And we all can. We can all do something. Well, what do you think, uh, or why do you, sometimes people think that they can't make a difference, that their voice doesn't count, or even a small action that they can contribute doesn't really matter, so they won't do it. Why do you think people feel that way? Well, I felt that way for a long time. That Did you? I can't do anything. I'm just I'm just one guy. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then I learned what synergy really means. I've heard that for years and years and years. Synergy. We need synergy. We need synergy. And and I thought it meant working together. And what I learned was that when we do work together, it makes one plus one equal three. Oh, nice. Because because there is, we all have energy, and combining our energies, we can do far more than we can separately. Mm. That's part of what we do is bring people together to focus on a problem rather than all focusing on something. That's beautiful. For example, I love that. For, for example, in one city, Winston-Salem, there are over 30 nonprofits that have a mission of helping kids in education. They're kind of all doing their own thing. So part of what we do is let's come together and look at this problem. Let's see if we can fix this. All all work together on one thing for right now and fix it, and then move on to the next problem. And so you've had experiences like that with other nonprofits? Yes. Uh, we, we form verbal alliances here with other organizations such as Lead Girls North Carolina. That's a nonprofit that focuses on giving middle school girls the life skills that they need that they do not get anymore, like mm-hmm. how to cook. We don't teach cooking. We don't have home ec in schools anymore. Yeah. Um, how, how to say no, because we don't teach that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also formed an alliance with an organization that's working at the legislative level in our state to change our education system to what it needs to be because it's obsolete. We need to give kids what they need to be more creative and to succeed in life. We all know this, and we all know they're not getting it. And so this is an organization made of made up of high level CEOs that have the economic clout to make it happen. Mm-hmm. We have a strategic alliance with them now, and we'll soon have an education summit, which will be a brainstorming session. How can we all work better together? And what's your role in that summit? For for we are the grassroots movement that they need. So we're the boots on the ground, making the changes, implementing the changes. We're in business. We're problem solvers. That's what we do all day, every day. That's how our brains work. And so we ask the principals of schools, what are your five biggest problems? Very frequently we get the answer, what kind of problems? Five biggest. You give us the problems, we'll find the solutions. And I love doing that because principals have never been asked that before. And I like mm. watching their minds twist a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a tendency to make people uncomfortable sometimes. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's what, you know, transformational coaches do. Isn't that, Beth? Mm, yes. Absolutely. 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 I've had principals you know, I mean, when... When you ask them that question, they literally break down and cry because no one in the business community has ever come to them and asked them that question and held out any hope that 
that they're going to do something to help. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that that really is so important in the work that all three of us do and many, many uh, people in the world regarding transformation is not only do we have to help people see what's possible, we have to help them unlearn, you know, some of their beliefs. We have to help them shift, you know, what they're stuck in because that has been the pattern that, you know, they say, okay, so this is all I can do, so this is just what I'm going to do, and it keeps them contained. They do well with what they do, um, but it's so challenging to move out of that. And so it requires some sort of change agent. And, Glenn, I'm, I'm hearing you really describe yourself as a change agent. And, and so when people are uncomfortable, that's what change agents do. You know, they kind of snap people out of this complacent or um, almost a... Uh, trance-like state that this is the only possibility that exists. And, you know, I know I've had the experience, and I bet you have too, both of you, that when someone sees possibility, their whole spirit is uplifted. Their whole sense of purpose for being is uplifted. And then you see that trickle out. Um, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Have, Glenn, I, I wonder if you have seen children who have actually, in, in having this experience, who have actually become advocates and um, maybe evangelists is too big of a word, but um, for this kind of work or for, you know, have they said to you, well, this is wonderful. I know who else you could help. Have you had that experience? Well, yes, and, and the, the catalyst for that is the Kindness Club. It was not my idea. The credit goes to Barb Bratfold in Evansville, Minnesota. She was a schoolmate of mine when she was a year younger than me, or is a year younger than me, where I went to school, to kindergarten through 12th grade. And she started Kindness Club, I believe, 21 years ago. Uh, The purpose of it is to help kids recognize that we can all do good for each other or we can do harm to each other. Mm -hmm. And she starts by reading a book book called Have You Filled the Bucket Today? Hmm. And my book report on it is we all have an invisible bucket that's filled with good things. And our purpose is to put good into everyone else's bucket, and they put good into ours. And she said she can't say bullying is gone, but almost. Wow. Um, So my goal is to have one in every school. That's that's no small feat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's no small Glenn dreams big. there, Glenn. <laughs> we can. I've, yes, I've we learned can. to look at, we can. It's, it's, there's no we can't anymore. We can. Yeah. We have to. Yeah. We must. Our society no needs will. that so badly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we, believe it or not, we have about three minutes until the show's <laughs> over. And... Um, you know, I I know that people really are going to want to know how to get involved with this and where to learn more about this. Um, Glenn, you know, sum up what, how would you describe the reason why people should connect to this? Well, every child needs someone to look up to. And... Mm-hmm. Most often, it's a stranger that has an impact on a child's life. Every one of us can make a difference in a child's life just by letting them know that we care. That's because all we all it's do. So simple. They're all, mm-hmm. They are our children. Yeah. They are our yeah. schools. We have to make the difference. Mm. I love that. It really does take a village. 
Beth, how can people learn more about this? Thanks for asking that, Cheryl. We have a, a website. It's bnifoundation.org. We also have businessvoices.org, which is a subpage of bnifoundation.org. We post more and more stories, just like Glenn is telling, from his region and other parts of the U.S. and the world on our BNI Foundation Facebook page. So if you like us on Facebook, those inspiring stories, motivating stories will show up on your news feed. And this is something so simple that anybody can do it. Take a friend, take a family member, take another business colleague and get together and do this together. That's how we're going to make this change, not by one person at a time trying to do it, but by all of us working together. So we would love for all of you and your listeners to join us um, at businessvoices.org. There's a movement people counter. So if you'll join our movement there, we'll be able to stay in touch with you too. Fantastic. Well, it's been a privilege having you both here today. Thank you so much. Continue the great work. Remember, everyone, to think big. The world could be a better place because of a conversation that matters. This is Cheryl Esposito. Thank you for spending this hour with Cheryl Esposito and Leading Conversations. You can listen live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Business Channel. If you have a question or comment for Cheryl, please email her at leadingconversations at alexaconsulting.com. That's L-E-A-D-I-N-G-C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N-S at A-L-E-X-S-A-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.